When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everybody, how are we doing? Happy Sunday. Welcome back to Life's Your Bitch, the podcast where we are changing the narrative. (sighs) I'm very excited to be sat down today. I have not filmed a podcast in quite a few weeks now. Last week's was pre-filmed, pre-recorded. The week before's was like, oh no, to be fair, I filmed my New Year's one. I was going to say, it feels like it's not been that long. It's been two weeks, although I filmed one about half an hour ago. I just filmed this week's Patreon episode, which was a big 2024 kind of like, it was kind of like a catch up because there hasn't been a podcast on the Patreon for a while because they're every other week. By the way, we've got a Patreon. If you want extra podcast episodes every other week, there is one on there. And same thing, my last one was really like pre-recorded. So the Patreon is like where you get an update of all my life. Like we're literally besties over there. So kind of gave like a little catch up what I'm thinking about at the moment how my first two weeks has been and then we talked a lot about like introverts versus extroverts and how I've kind of how I switch between the two depending on who I'm with and like which traits I like of both and traits I want to take more into my own personal life and things I'm working on and it was a really lovely episode but anyway I just filmed that and now I'm ready to sit down and talk to you guys I don't want to do a catch up on here because like I just said I've done one over on the Patreon and I feel like my last couple episodes have been quite chatty, quite catchy uppy. We obviously had the Cozy Christmas Eve app which was like one of my favourite episodes to film ever I think. I don't know why I just really enjoy sitting down and getting cozy and just like chatting to you when I haven't in a while you know when I feel like I've got something to like just chat about and last week's was all the week before's even was like all about all things new year and there was quite a few new year's ones on the patreon and I've made a reel you know so I don't feel like I've got too much to say so I'm excited to just jump straight back into a topic I really hope you all enjoyed last week's episode with Bronte um again really loved filming that one I'm really loving the 20 something and trying series I hope you guys are too let me know who you want to see on them who do you want to see I was gonna say more of but who do you want to see kind of full stop let me know what kinds of people do you want my real life corporate nine-to-five friends do you want more fitness influencers do you want more lifestyle influencers do you want to hear about someone traveling what do you want to hear who do you want to talk to can't wait to hear but today we're talking all things balance my goal in 2023 was to slow down my year my word for last year was slow my word for this year if you're wondering is elevate I think um and so the word was slow I've said it a lot so we're not going to go into it if you want to hear my whole 2023 reflection it is in my new year's podcast but sorry just putting my knee up just getting a bit cozier if you don't mind but Yes, the word was slow. The idea of last year was to slow down, cure my relationship with stress, figure out life in a new city, figure out life being self-employed and like full-time employed for the first time. And I feel like I did really well. So I want to talk about how last year I managed to find good balance in my life, how I managed to kind of slow down, find stillness, find balance, work hard, play hard. And yeah kind of find balance is what we're going for here work hard play hard kind of vibes but before we jump into that obviously we're going to talk about things that we are grateful for it's my first proper episode of the year I am very grateful to be seeing another year in healthy and happy and new years and fresh starts they just really excite me I can't lie so I'm excited and I'm grateful to be seeing another year on the sun Of course, I am so very grateful for my event that happened last Sunday. Oh my God, so grateful. So grateful for all of you for showing up. So grateful for you showing up 
as you, like as your authentic self and just being there. And it's so amazing to watch you guys interact because I know how amazing you all are. Even if you've never personally DM'd me or commented on anything or chatted to me, I just know you're great. Like, (laughs) if this type of content interests you, I think you are already a certain type of person and you're already a certain type of person that I like and you already kind of get on with each other because if this is what you're listening to and this is what you're interested in this is what you spend spend your spare time thinking about and listening about um that doesn't make sense listening to yeah you've already got something in common so it's always so amazing to watch you come together because I just know everybody's going to get on and have a good time that being said happy Sunday um our retreat goes live today I feel like because the podcast have all been quite pre-filmed I haven't had a chance to sit down and chat to you about stuff that's coming up so just a quick little overview. London is our next event and it's actually sold out, but keep an eye on my Instagram for any cancellations. But we have a Galentine's pottery painting in London that, yes, is currently sold out. Mental. Next will be Leeds. We're doing a book swap in Leeds, which I'm really excited about. So everybody gets a coffee included in their ticket. And basically you bring your favourite book or just a book that you've loved reading, preferably your favourite book. Um, either new or the one the one that you read it depends if you want to keep your book or not you're very welcome to bring a used one you're very welcome to bring a brand new one that's totally up to you um, and then we're all going to swap books and have a coffee and just like mingle and I can't wait everybody's been asking for leads so I'm very excited that it's finally up um, I don't know where my phone is but I think there's currently only about eight tickets left so if you want them be quick and that's in March by the way so it's not for a while And then the next thing that is up and out and the tickets went live, depending when you're listening to this, because the podcast goes live at 7am, by the way, if you don't know, and the tickets for the retreat go live at 10am. So if you're a bit late, you might have missed it. Um, I have a feeling they're going to sell out quite fast because there's only eight spots, um, eight to 12, depending on if the double rooms get booked by a set of friends or one singular person, but there's like eight there's eight rooms so I have a feeling it might sell out like in a couple of hours so yeah we'll see but that is what is next and I cannot wait and depending on how well the ticket sales go we might have to do another retreat we might just have to do a cozy autumn winter retreat um but yeah, that is what's going on at the moment. And it's just, it's really filling my cup. And I feel so grateful for this opportunity. And I said this on the Patreon this morning, but oh my God, guys, I got some new bedding, specifically a duvet. Um, I'm working with Earthkind over on TikTok. And I, as far as bedding companies go, <laughs> like, I'm not like obsessed with them because they only sell bedding, but I'm obsessed with them. Like as far as the company goes, it's such a good company. And I actually am obsessed because this duvet is incredible. I've always been jealous of people with duvets like this. I think it's like feathery, but I think the thing that I love about them is they feel really like crisp and they're just a different type of cozy. Like I had a 18 pound Aldi duvet. Fine. It's great. It was comfy. This is next level to the point where like I can't wait to get in bed tonight like I can't wait I've never really been that person but like I can't wait to sit in bed and snuggle my duvet I also got a king size duvet on a double bed oh my god and this company's like all natural recycled so I love that because anything I buy new in my home in my little flat I'm really trying to make a conscious effort on knowing where it's come from on my to-do list today is actually to set up a who gives a crap subscription which is a like toilet paper brand that yeah it's just a bit better for the environment and they give a lot to charity so I seen it on Grace Beverly's thing that was like one of my new year's resolutions is just like set up subscriptions to one make my life easier and to like make better choices like it's such an easy way to make more sustainable better choices just having a subscription like having it turn up at your door so that you're never like oh shit I have to go and get toilet roll and do you know what I mean you just go and buy it or for example I do it with my washing machine tablets but I need to update the subscription so that it they come more often because I always run out and then I have to go and buy other ones that are yeah a bit less sustainable and I just think it's a really good way to do stuff like that like I think 
the most sustainable thing is obviously not to buy new but when you are just consider it because you're about to spend like a bit of money on nice bedding anyway so just have a think about where it's coming from so oh my god it's absolutely stunning I'm so grateful like I get it now and I feel like I have a comfy bed that I've always dreamed of like I can't wait for people to stay around and be like oh my god your bed's so comfy and I'll be like yeah because isn't that such a flex anyway I'm not going to repeat what I said about 2020 oh my gosh that was like a hiccup slash burp I think it was a hiccup um not going to repeat what I said about 2023 but that was my goal for 2023 and I feel like I did really well so let me walk you through the start of 23 a little bit and then I've got eight nine kind of like little tips so at the start of 23 23 at the start of 2023 I obviously had just moved to Manchester I was in a brand new flat like it was all very sparkly and there was a lot of newness and there was a lot of like novelty of like oh my god I'm living alone and this is so much fun and like obviously everything was new and shiny and great so I didn't really think a lot about it. The first, like, I remember the first week was just like, I was like, I'm giving myself a week to just like make this flat nice and spend time in it and just do like almost have a little week off. Like I remember in the evenings, I would just like paint my mirror. And it's funny because now the traitors are just back on. You're actually, the camera's in front of my TV by about 30 centimeters. So right now when I look at the camera, I'm looking at my huge TV. Like my TV is obnoxiously large, by the way. Um, I actually got it hashtag gifted when I did an ad, which is just absolutely insane. Like, I'm only saying that because I got sent it. Like, it's obnoxiously big. I'm not just, like, not being humble. Although, that's also not humble. Like, oh my god, it's so huge. Yeah, and I didn't pay for it. Like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have said anything. But anyway, it's obnoxiously big for my flat. And it's, like, 50 inches of just the traitors. It's currently paused. So it literally says the traitors series too. And it's just funny because it feels like a bit of a full circle moment. Because I remember, like, when I moved here, I feel like it'll always remind me of that now when it's on, when I moved here, I was like glued to the TV watching it, like I'd sit up and have my dinner on my coffee table there that's in front and like watch it, I've got pictures, I remember painting my mirror watching it, like I don't know why, it just feels like a bit nostalgic, the traitors, which is funny because I mean it's not necessarily a nostalgic piece of TV, is it? It's all about lying and deceiting, but I absolutely love it. Anyway, um, so everything was new and shiny and working from home and balance was something that I wasn't really thinking about too much because I loved being in my flat and I didn't have many friends yet and you know like something else was consuming my mind and then I met um, at the start it was very much navigating working alone yes and then I met my friend Alex who I used to go and meet kind of like once a week we'd go probably to a coffee shop and do some work never more than once a week but most weeks we would go to coffee shop and do some work so I was getting out the house once a week but to be honest I was kind of more just getting out the house like we didn't get loads done you know like it wasn't a productive like we weren't the most productive when we were together we were catching up obviously we'd get some work done but we were yeah it was also a bit of a social um now I think back I don't know how on earth I did it because other than that I was kind of home alone all the time working and I don't remember having a strict like it's the evening now kind of routine like I know at some point I'd put my laptop away and open a Pepsi Max and watch the traitors and watch Dragon's Den which I need to start watching again but I don't remember consciously thinking about it that much and then the novelty quickly wore off and in May I was like I need to do something so we had like four months of this And in May, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I would go downstairs into like our lounge we had. And sometimes I would take myself out to a coffee shop. But as a whole, I was like, I need a bit more structure. I need to get out this flat. So that is when I actually bought myself a WeWork membership. Now, if you follow me on Instagram and you remember me saying in the podcast, this changed my life. I am not being dramatic. This changed my life. It changed the way I worked. It changed my day structures. It changed like how much work I was doing, how much rest I was having. Like everything got so much better. So I want to teach you the lessons that I learned from that. I'm not perfect. I'm still very much learning, but this is some tips from me as your average girly. So I'm not coming to you saying this is how, you know, Grace Beverly CEO 
plans her day for optimum success running two businesses. But I am saying, hey, (laughs) I'm a girl who tries to navigate working from home, also working for myself, but that's not relevant to most people. And it doesn't really matter that much in terms of balance, but tries to navigate working from home, living alone, trying to see my boyfriend, trying to see my friends, and at the time make new friends, so being even more social than normal, tries to fit in the gym and craves alone time. You know, just an average girl trying to fit in the average things we try in life. And I think I do it quite well. And I do have a whole podcast episode on like how to do it all, but that is much more about planning. This is about balance. How to really try and balance your work life going into 2024 and how to do do more of what matters to you really um while like working hard and trying to succeed one thing I will say is that's really 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 annoying because I am that person that just wants someone to wave a magic wand and fix all of my issues is a lot of these tips require or some of them require some molding and to be able to mold them perfectly requires some trial and error. You might be someone who's trial and errored a few things, so you instantly know how to make that tip work for you, and you might require some trial and error. It took me the best part of a year to figure out this is what really works for me, and I have a whole nother podcast episode on why finding a routine that works for you, not your favourite influencer, is so important as well. Again, both of those aren't the same and they're not going to be the same as this but they are just two little obvious tips that you're going to need to mold some of these tips I have a whole podcast episode on that if you want to hear more about how I think we can find what works best for us and I have a whole podcast episode on the obvious planning so let's get straight into it number one what are your priorities and I guess what are you doing right now So you want balance. Well, what does your current balance or current life look like? Are you wanting to spend more time working, less time working? Are you wanting to fit in the gym more? Do you feel like you just don't have enough time to switch off in the evening? What does your current day look like? What are your priorities? And again, be honest. Your priority doesn't have to be that you want to go to the gym before work or after work. If that doesn't excite you, if you don't actually want to do that, don't let anyone think that you should do that I mean obviously there are some things in life that you know are proven beneficial some movement in your week is definitely something that you should be striving for and doing but that doesn't have to be the gym nor does it have to be before work to be the best set you up for the day if you don't like going to the gym in the morning that is okay like my brother is like I can't go to the gym in the morning I need food in me I need like to wake up I need a whole day of food in me to lift heavy and to make the gym worth my while he doesn't want to go in the morning And that's fine. That works for him. That's great. Don't let someone tell you that. Don't let someone tell you what your priorities should be. Don't let social media tell you what your priorities should look like. Because at the end of the day, they're your priorities. And it's okay. If you are working, again, don't suggest it. But if you were working eight hour days and you want to be working 10 because you really, really want to start this side hustle in your business, that's okay. Like do that. And that is arguably why this episode is so important because it's about balance so it's like yeah okay you work your 10 12 hours not 12 that's mental that's like all the hours you're awake isn't it you can oh no I suppose not we're awake for we sleep for about eight don't we so how many waking hours do we have in a day 14 quick maths nope <clears throat> eight eight uh, tw- 12 no again this is embarrassing 16 yeah 16 god sorry guys that was like half maths half trying to like be entertaining for the podcast still 16 hours okay yeah so if you really really want to spend 12 working because you've got this crazy business idea that you really believe is going to take off cool but it's so important that in them four hours you find balance and you can switch off from it so yes number one is to kind of outline and have a think about what's well what's your current state you want to do all of this, but what does your current state look like? I need to plug my laptop in because we have 10%. And I was just thinking, that's okay, I'll look at the notes on my phone, but I need my laptop to actually record the sound that I am putting into this microphone. 
Okay, number two, find a wake up time that works for you and make that a priority. I think this is what requires a lot of trial and error. I was convinced that 8am was like the best time in the world to wake up and now the thought of being awake at 8am on a weekday terrifies me because I thought, yep, wake up, to be fair, I can't even think what I did now. Oh, I woke up at 8, I got started on work immediately um, and then I would go to the gym or go running at around 11. I would allow myself to wake up for a few hours while doing some work would take a break at around like 11 and then yeah would go running or would do go to the gym but then I found that I would come home at like 12 and then I would shower and then I would make lunch and then I wouldn't be getting back to work until like half one two and at that point I was kind of like well there's only a couple of hours of the day left and then I didn't work and then I got up at eight and then I would go to the gym straight away and I'd be back by like half nine and then I would get up and get ready and be out of the house by like 11 working and I was like okay this works well and then basically I I have personally found that I like a 6am because I do like going to the gym in the morning but like I thought I when I thought I was on something at 8am with the whole but not straight away I like going to the gym early enough seven to eight ish I would say most mornings I'm in the gym by I'm in the gym by half seven most days if I'm on routine and but I wake up at six because I need that hour to like defrost and wake up so for the first hour I crawl myself out of bed and I just come and sit on my sofa and I read and I journal and I do whatever because I do need that time to wake up especially when you're trying to make it a new habit. It's like, don't throw yourself in the deep end. Don't start waking up at 6am and going to the gym straight away when neither of the two things are something you do because you'll just fail fast. But anyway, I think a consistent wake up time slash bedtime routine in general is really important for balance. Give yourself enough time in the morning or in the evening to fulfill whatever your priority is. Now your priority might be to get more sleep. So you might start going to bed earlier and earlier in the evening and you might start waking up half an hour later in the morning. But because it's your priority, that's okay. And maybe in the evening you can lay out all of your clothes and meal prep breakfast and pack your bag and like lay out all of your makeup or the jewellery you want to wear or like shower in the evening. And to be fair, I can't leave the house without showering. Like it gives me the heebie-jeebies even if I shower in the evening. Don't know why, but... Maybe you shower in the evening, so you just have to wake up and wash your face and put your clothes on. But it allows you to wake up half an hour early, and that's your priority because you like more sleep. Or maybe you do all of that so you have an extra half an hour to read, to journal, to go outside, to go on a walk, to do whatever that priority is. Maybe your priority is just having half an hour with your boyfriend that you live with in the morning. Or you and your friends like to sit and have a coffee before you'll go to work, and that's your priority. Or... Maybe you want to wake up half an hour earlier so that you see your boyfriend because he leaves work before you do or to see your dad who because he gets home later because you get home later than he does or whatever. Whatever your priority is, try and fit some of it in in the morning by dictating a time to wake up that works for you. Number three, um, and to be honest, this is just really the crux. It's annoying, but take in what I'm about to say. And it is annoying because I do say this a lot. And it's one of those things that's just like, oh, well, duh. But I'm also going to give you tips that makes it not so duh. And hopefully paint a picture in your brain where it feels more like, oh, to be fair, not duh. Um, Work, sorry, this is so like, why? who gave this girl a podcast mic? Work when you're working and play slash relax when you're playing and relaxing. It's simple. It's like, duh, but I'm... I mean this with my whole heart and you need to be strict with yourself. No more work from home on the sofa in your pyjamas with friends on the TV. Your brain just gets so confused, your poor little brain, whether you're working or you're chilling and you'll get distracted and you'll spend all day like this and you'll never feel like you've worked that hard because, well, you didn't. And you won't feel like you relaxed all day because, well, you didn't. Because you don't feel like you can kind of switch off in the evening because you don't feel like you've worked hard enough in the day. 
but you go to bed feeling like you never relaxed because you never actually sat in your pajamas and watched friends you were trying to work the whole time and you know there's a time and place and sometimes it's okay you know maybe you're having a sick day but you don't want to call in sick so you let yourself off and you stay in your pajamas and you just try and like get some work done and you set the scene or maybe you come home from no we're not going to say that because that's very much like for me that doesn't that doesn't really um work for the rest of the public i would actually suggest you don't do that but you know you know there's a time and place sometimes leading up to christmas sure sit in your christmas pajamas and watch love actually once a week as a treat but the majority of the time like no we're not we're not doing this it's not okay because and i really learned this in uni when i tried to do this and it just doesn't work and you will drive yourself crazy and you will burn yourself out and it sounds ridiculous oh i'll burn myself out by sitting on the sofa and watching tv while trying to do work yeah you will because you'll feel like you're constantly switched on but you're not you're like 50 percent, and because of that 50 percent, you'll never you'll never either and that is what will burn you out because you'll also start feeling guilty and you'll also start to feel a bit bad about yourself and you'll kind of feel like you're rotting away and it just doesn't feel nice so fucking stop doing it <laughs> yeah that was harsh um no more evening chilling watching tv refreshing your emails switch it off and commit to it close your work laptop close your turn off your work phone and make some rules with yourself i think here as well they both the thought of either or for me anyway i find kind of motivates the uh, the other like knowing that if i work really really hard and i just have like some solid few hours in the morning working hard i can have a bit more of a chill afternoon i can do less stuff in the afternoon and then when the evening comes i literally get to turn off my laptop completely guilt-free feeling very fulfilled and very satisfied with what i've done satisfied with what i've done which makes sitting down in the evening so worth it it's like when you sit down in the evening and you know you were kind of supposed to go to the gym and you know you were kind of meant to go on a run and you didn't do it you kind of sit down a bit like I'm not happy to be here because I feel a bit bad with myself I get that feeling when I know I haven't worked very hard throughout the day um so that really motivates me to like work hard and then play hard it also motivates me to switch off because I'm like, well, you've got like hard work again tomorrow. So like you need time to refuel and to do. And I can't tell you how fulfilling and satisfying it is to have that cycle with yourself. And also it comes as well from trust in yourself. Like, I think it was Molly maybe that said this to me. She was like, this year I just kind of really want to like, trust myself and like trust what I'm gonna say like I want to get up at nine if I said I'm gonna get up at nine like I really want to just kind of like stick to my word and I was like yeah you want to trust yourself you want to believe yourself when you say you're gonna do something and that this for me really gives me that and I think that pays off elsewhere a lot I don't know how the hell we are 27 minutes in number four is the constant to-do list and this does not sound like balance and this isn't something that I personally do but I think I might and I can see why this would be so helpful so we need to be strict with finishing work and tapping into the real world but that can be really hard like I said I'm really trying to go in here to like okay but how do we find balance and that can be like hard that actual it's great being like be strict with yourself but it's hard to sometimes relax if your brain just doesn't do that if you're that type of person and I think one of the ways our brain does this the best is being like oh you didn't do this today oh you were supposed to do that today oh you probably could have done this if like maybe you should just work an extra hour and do this or oh this idea would have been better or maybe you should add this to that email or oh my god you didn't chase that person and I think the idea of the constant to-do list is to have a notebook next to your work laptop that's always open. Maybe like a ring binary one is always good. So it's just like there's a page open there ready with a pen. And instead of, oh, you forgot to send this to that person, instead of opening your laptop and doing it, you're going to write it down on this piece of paper. 
in attempts to try and forget about it and get on with your evening because it's like a promise to yourself it's there it's ready for the next day you have wrote it down you're you're not going to forget it the reason I'm kind of do things there and then sometimes is because I don't trust myself to remember to do it otherwise but if you have this list out maybe you can even keep it on your living room table so that when you're chilling if it comes into your head you don't even have to go near your work laptop maybe it's a notes thing on your phone but I think physical is sometimes better because I kind of forget to look on my phone sometimes the next day but you grab it you write it down and you're just like cool that is there I've made a promise to myself that I'm going to do that first thing tomorrow I'm not going to forget it I don't need to think about it again and I can just see this being really useful for those that have an issue with like work lingering into the evening you basically start writing your to-do list for the next day which yeah isn't you know, maybe you're not still fully switched off, but the idea is that you write it and you leave it. It's almost like a brain dump. It's like you get it out of your head, you get it onto paper as a promise to yourself that you will do it first thing tomorrow. And like I said, if you have this trust in yourself that you can get up and you can work hard, you'll be really at ease because you're like, oh cool, I've wrote that down and I know myself. I know that I'll get up and do that tomorrow. I won't forget. I won't procrastinate. I will get up and do it. I just forgot. So now it's wrote down and it's fine. I think trust with yourself is really important in this and I guess trust also is just discipline but I like calling it trust because it feels a bit nicer more personal and it is trust at the end of the day like trusting your word and knowing that yeah you're disciplined enough to get up and do the things that you said you were going to do. Number five (laughs) if you work from home stop okay I know this one is not that easy But if you have an option to go into an office and you're not, I swear to God, I'll get on my hands and knees and I will beg you. I will beg you. If you have a WeWork, a Spaces, a co-working membership within your work, go. Get up and go. I don't care if you are all split over the country and nobody else is going to be there and you're going to be alone in this WeWork. So why would you not just stay at home? Get up and go. If you don't have any meetings today, which by the way, loads of people take meetings in coffee shops, but I get it, it can be a bit awkward. I've taken a meeting, many a meeting in a coffee shop actually, or in WeWork. If you don't have meetings for the day, get up and go. If you don't have meetings in the morning, get up and go to a coffee shop, nine until half 12, travel home on your lunch break, have your lunch and do your eve or your afternoon at home. Please, 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 Stop spending five days, three days even, four days a week at home. It's not good for you. I think it obviously does differ if you have people in that home because it's not lonely, but it's still just not, I still just don't think it's very good for you. I really enjoy a work from home day these days because they are honestly far and few in between like today is a complete work from home day and I'm having fun you know it's nice to watch the trainers on my tv in my lunch break and it's nice to make my own coffee and just kind of sit and not put any makeup on and just chill in a tracksuit all day but I'll get itchy later because I have made sure like I've put so many things in place that I know myself if I don't leave my flat properly in the day and for me going to the gym doesn't count I don't know why it just doesn't like fulfill me in that way of like getting outside like I went to gym this morning for an hour hour and a half actually and had a great session but I don't see that as like getting out the house especially because I do it first thing in the morning like that was hours ago now but I cannot stress to you how important it is to make sure you are getting out the house coming home in my humble opinion It's one of the best feelings in the world. And the more you work from home, and this is why I actually got a WeWork membership and started to take kind of like my work-life balance seriously was because I was like, I'm getting sick of this flat. I'm sitting here saying this flat is too small, this flat this, this flat that, I want a desk, rah, rah, rah. I'm like, shut up. You have a gorgeous one bed flat all to yourself that I know you love, but you're just spending too much time in it that's not the flat's fault that is your fucking fault get out of the house you lazy bitch and that is why I had to do it because 
I was literally starting to resent my space. I was like, it's too small in here. I'm squished. It's so stuffy. But going to WeWork and working hard, like I found out that if I did three days, two days a week at WeWork, 11 till 4, 5 p.m. and then had like two filming days, I kind of had a day off to film extra content, to see my boyfriend, to take myself out on a date. Like I got all of my work and so much more done by getting out of the house and limiting distractions. And then it's so easy. I know everybody says it because it's like when they say like, don't work from your bed because your brain just can't differentiate it. But it is so true. Like coming home, you can just be like, cool, I can switch off because this is my home. I haven't worked here all day. I'm not itchy sitting on the sofa still because I haven't been sat here all day. I'm excited to go and put my comfy clothes on to take my makeup off like it's so important to have that feeling of like you've had a day and a tip I I've got 5b almost if you will is that if you can't if for I don't know what you do if just for some reason you have to work from home five days a week or most days a week I cannot tell you how important it is to start of course everybody says this but nobody talks about how important it is to finish your day. Essentially, I'm asking you to commute to your own desk in your own home. I realised how important it was to end my day when the few times I kind of would finish up at WeWork, I'd be like, woohoo, great, okay. Or like, and I sometimes I would walk home and I was like, wow, this is really great to have that break of like, fresh air and being outside before winding down for the evening and then there was a few times where I'd work in WeWork or in a coffee shop in the morning and maybe I didn't bring lunch with me so I came home and made lunch so I'd be in the flat from 12 1 until obviously I went to bed and I was just kind of like oh I just like because I'd got so good at getting myself out and getting myself into a routine and I like my boundaries with myself and my flat and my space became so clear in how often I need to get out, how often I need to see people, like, I just know myself inside out now, I was like, I'm getting itchy, I know I need to leave, like, I can't settle down on this sofa, like, I need to change the scenery, so going on a 15 minute walk, 10 minute walk, going to the corner shop and getting a Pepsi Max, literally standing outside and taking a breath, and then being able to open my door and walk into my flat, lock the door, take my shoes off, turn my lights on and start cooking dinner, changes the game. And I'm being, I cannot be, can I tell you how serious I am? In the morning, yeah, great, sure. Really important for a lot of different things. But I almost feel like, and it is really important for a lot of different things to like, for your circadian rhythm, to see daylight and stuff. But honestly, if you're starting work at eight, you're not seeing the sunlight anyway. So it's kind of easier to just like get up in the morning, make a coffee. Like in the morning, you're getting up, you're showering, you're making a coffee anyway, like you're having breakfast, you're starting your day. But to end your day, I can't tell you how much it has changed my life. It is so important. Um, please try it. Commute to your work from home desk. Allow yourself to come back home. Number six, romanticize the weekends or your days off. Again, it's kind of the crux here. It's just making the most of each moment because that's how you find balance. Something I realized within writing this episode was like, you find balance in finding fulfillment in each thing that you're doing. And how do we find fulfillment? We become present in each moment that we're living in. And I think that's the little magic trio there. It's like, if you want to find balance, you need to be fulfilled. If you want to be fulfilled, you need to be present and that's the crux so when your weekends come make the most of it I have a rule not really a rule but like kind of like an agreement with myself it's like my little agreement that one weekend day whichever day you end up being more free I kind of like doing it on a Saturday and to some people this is probably a Sunday thing but Sundays are my favorite days and I love like a relatively early-ish Sunday like later than my weekdays but like getting up and going on a run or getting up and like getting a coffee and going on a walk and just like resetting and doing a food shop and just like having a nice day so this is normally my Saturday thing some days I have plans both days and I don't get to do it but I will have this sounds so basic but I'll have a lie-in and that is my group with myself that it's like a lie-in 
you go to bed and you set no alarm and there is no judgment, there is no guilt. If you wake up at 1 p.m., which I never have, but if you wake up at 1 p.m., I've woken up at 12 before, 11, if you wake up at 8, 7, whatever, there's no guilt. This is your time to sleep. You can stay in bed for all I care. Go get coffee and get back into bed. Go and get a book and get back into bed. I don't care. This is your time. I let myself do that because... I don't think, and I know you you actually shouldn't drastically change your sleep schedule that much, supposedly. Like, you shouldn't be waking up at 6am on the weekends, the weekdays, and then, like, essentially kind of, like, undoing it all on the weekends. But I don't care. Like, that is how I find my balance. Like, I have really productive early mornings during the week. And then I think that's why I do it on Saturdays as well. Because it's, like, on Friday morning I wake up and it's, like, don't worry, tomorrow you don't have to move. Um... So it's just like my, it's my, it's how I, it's what I enjoy. It's my priority. It's how I find balance. I love it. It's like the weekend comes and I'm like, cool. Like tomorrow, I know I don't have to get up. I don't have to do anything if I don't want all morning long. Like it's your day to do whatever you want with. Sleep for as long as you want. Again, like I said, supposedly it's not that good for you. Supposedly you shouldn't do it. I'm not going to let someone tell me should, could, would like dictate my priorities and how I want to find my own balance in my own life which is why I'm saying it is a lot of trial and error as well um but really like making the most of your weekends like my friend seen this thing on TikTok once that was like 5 p.m on a Friday or you know you might you might work shifts you might not you might be hospitality so like as soon as you start your day off do you know what I mean? So like normally you have like maybe a Tuesday off. When you finish work on the Monday, for example, or Friday evening for most of us, 5 p.m., go and do something immediately for you. Like start your weekend. Tell your brain it's fucking weekend time. My friend books her favorite workout class like 5 p.m. on a Friday. She finishes work and she goes straight to the workout class. She gets to see some girlies and it's like, woohoo, Friday. And everyone in there is kind of like, yeah, it's Friday. Like what's your weekend plans? And she's like, I love it. Like straight away. I don't open my laptop again it's like like bang straight away it's the weekend and I think that's so important especially when we work from home like even if you're not working for yourself when you work at home you kind of feel like you are and especially if you live alone or maybe it's just one of you and it's just like it's just you and your boyfriend like oh okay weekend it's nice like I want to do that I want to go to a workout class and everyone be like oh my god Friday feeling like like living at home with all my family was so much fun on a Friday because my both my parents were teachers and obviously we were all in school and it was like coming home on the Friday everyone would be like woo Friday feet like my that's like my mum's thing she'd always be like Friday feeling which she's probably like no I wasn't but that sounds like such a my mum thing to say like she loves it and it's like we would order an Indian dad would have a little beer mum would have a little glass of wine you know what's on on a Friday x factors on that's a Saturday isn't it but like whatever it's a film and it's like oh Friday and I feel like sometimes we're quite rubbish at doing that especially if you're like me and you and your friends don't really like drinking or all of my friends seem to always be like doing stuff on the weekend we kind of always see each other midweek so and my boyfriend doesn't have weekends off so for me it always comes to the weekend and I just kind of have a few days alone and it's quite easy to make them feel like the rest of the week. So tonight is Friday, actually, as I'm filming this. Friday feeling. And I think I'm going to take myself to the cinema. I did ask my friends, but none of them are really free at the time I want to go. So I think I'm going to take myself to the cinema. For a minute, I was like, I could get dressed up and go for a drink. I could get dressed up and take myself to dinner. Like, you forget, I think, sometimes that, like, you can do that. I know it probably feels a bit daunting and a bit scary, but don't wait for other people to find the balance in your life. Don't wait for other people to have the Friday feeling, to have the weekend feeling. Again, it comes from making the most of the moments you have. Like, how do you want to find balance in the moments you're not working? Like, really make it obvious to yourself and your brain that you are not working. Get in your PJs, get the TV on, glass of wine in hand, get out, get cute, get drinking whatever you want to do, get to a workout class, like make it glaringly obvious that right now you are not working, you are living, you are playing, you are relaxing, you're thriving, thriving. I don't know why I always find that word really hard to say, thriving. I think it's because I say thriving, thriving. Um, Yeah, revel in the weekend. Anyway, number seven, the bane of our lives, the phone. Again, it's kind of about just being strict. I know I grab for my phone more when I'm working in silence 
oh my god I thought I wasn't filming then I nearly cried I know I grab for my phone a lot when I'm in silence because I get really distracted by silence again something I should work on I can't afford to work on it while I'm working because I literally won't work I get that distracted I need some stimulation in the brain more than just what I'm focusing on so I will grab my phone if music is on if tv is on in the background if the radio is on if jazz is playing in the background my brain is happy it's satisfied enough so I think it's just finding them things like when do you see yourself grab for it when do you get caught in the scroll is it like are you a marketing girly and you're on Instagram looking for something then before you know it you're on Snapchat or are you like going on WhatsApp to answer your boss and before you know it you're on TikTok kind of see what your triggers are like when are you picking up your phone be actively aware of it like every time I pick up my phone I kind of stare at it and I'm like do I need to go on you right now what's going on I'm gonna put you down I seen Faye um Faye Bates posted something the other day and she called it like the hairband trick and it's like just the simple act of putting your hairband on a phone makes it like that simple barrier that like tiny bit of annoyance helps you kind of put it down because if you have to take off the hairband every time you want to go on your phone or if you can't see some of your screen because the hairband's on your phone every time you go on it it's so much easier to just put it back down and it makes you consciously aware like I think it's so passive sometimes when we pick up our phone but if there's an if there's something in the way you're like oh the hairband oh I'm I'm on my phone you kind of like tap back into the real world apps like forest that kind of you can do 20 minutes on five minutes off you can do an hour on 15 minutes off whatever you want to do and it doesn't let you move um disabling apps I literally put my phone on do not disturb and put it in my bag if I'm in a coffee shop or I put it literally I'll leave it on the sofa and I'll go over to my dining room table and work I'll leave it in my bedroom I'll put it in a drawer I out of sight out of mind put some music on and get focused regular breaks help obviously I I'm bad at not taking a lunch break I think it's because I'm obviously my own boss I'm kind of like I would rather just eat my lunch what I do is I I watch a YouTube video while I eat my lunch and then I just get back into it sometimes I take myself outside because I'm like I need to breathe like if I've been in WeWork I don't go anymore I cancelled my membership because it got too expensive but now I'm really good at like getting out and going to a coffee shop and doing um but what was I saying yeah sometimes I'll go outside if I need to breathe because sometimes I need air especially if I'm about to do like another big stint but most time I'll watch YouTube video eat my lunch and then kind of crap back on with it because I'm like I'd rather go home at half an hour earlier but yeah I think motivation to chill helps with this one because every time you pick up your phone you can be actively aware like if I get caught in a doom scroll right now that's 15 less minutes of me chilling out later on so remembering like why you're working hard in the moment I think is really important which kind of leads me on to number eight is it number eight yeah which is kind of a two-pointer I just think maybe I'm speaking for myself here I know I'm not for the most part I think we are a very comfy generation and I don't want to say lazy because in a lot of ways we're really not but we so many things in our life are so easy if we don't want to do a food shop we can literally deliver a co-op a Morrison's a Tesco shop to our door if we don't want to cook if we don't even want to go out for dinner like if we can't be bothered to go out for dinner and have a nice time you can order a takeaway you can next day you can same day amazon prime stuff you can get chat gbt to write a whole article for your work if you're not like a doctor or a midwife or a teacher but a lot of our jobs we can do sat like i am right now on my sofa with my laptop traitors on in the background we which hasn't isn't how i've been working by the way traitors was on in my lunch break and now i've just sat down to film the podcast post lunch break but I'll probably, to be honest, put my mic to the side, play Traitors and edit this podcast on my sofa because I can. And because of that, I think we aren't very good at working hard because a lot of our life is quite comfy and we don't really have the need for discomfort. So when we have to work hard and kind of be in discomfort and be uncomfy, it's quite challenging because it's not something that we practice on the daily, which is why I think 
practicing it on the daily is really important. Pushing yourself in the gym, in running, in other goals that you have, like allowing yourself to get comfy in the discomfort this day and age is one of the best things you can do for your brain, which kind of, I guess, 8B, my point was to have big goals. Like I just said, envision why it is that we're working hard, envision why it is that we're putting away our phone like have big have big dreams like saving goals and holiday goals and have motivation to work really hard have a vision board of where you want to live the amount of money you want to make the type of lifestyle you want to have like always think about why you're striving towards this balance you know you're working really hard so that you can go to pottery on the weekends and go to lovely dinners and you're staying off your phone and doom scrolling because you really want to watch that film later and you really want to be the type of person that reads instead of going on their phone and I think it's really important like I said at the kind of the whole beginning is what is your priorities here like my priorities at the moment is to work fucking hard while I'm working and then outside of that my priority is to live to get off my phone not to exist to live which is what next week's Patreon episode is about but my priority is really to like be be in the life that I'm living like be present in the life that I'm living like make the little bit of extra effort to do fun things like dinner parties and pottery painting and going to the cinema and by myself instead of watching a film at home by myself and just make that little bit of extra effort to like live in the real world and not on my phone so that's motivation every time I pick it up to be like this isn't the type of person you want to be put it down every time you're kind of like working on your laptop on your sofa watching friends like this isn't the type of person I want to be I want this to be a, a reward later on I don't want to live in this like mediocre comfy state I want to have clear boundaries of like right now I'm uncomfy but I'm working hard and it's really great and I'm gonna feel so much better later on when I come home and get to catch up on friends catch up on the traitors catch up on dragon's den they're my faves um and yeah I think I'm done. I think they're all the important things that I wanted to say that aren't the obvious, like plan and find a routine that works for you. They are my obvious, more, less obvious, more obvious kind of tips and tricks in like how we can find the actual balance, you know, how to actually do what you said you were going to do. So I hope you enjoyed it. I'm not going to waffle on too long because I did, I thought this would be quite a quick episode, but there we are. Next week, we're talking all about dreaming big. I haven't really planned it yet, but I want to know. Oh gosh, that was a hiccup. I want to know what your biggest dream in life is. If nobody was listening, how big would you dare to dream? Like, what would you love to happen in your life? That's the journal prompt. You don't have to tell me. I would love to know though. But anyway, I really hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope it has brought some value to you. And I will see you next week with that episode. I'll see you on my Instagram, on my YouTube, on the Patreon, on my TikTok. I'm everywhere. Prepare to be sick of me. Love you guys loads. I hope you have a nice balanced week. That's my goal this week. Bye guys. Bye.